Welcome to the Lead Tough, Not Loud podcast, where we help leaders focus on the most important things, not just the loud things. I'm your host, John Hatch, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam. And in this episode, we are going to dive into the topic of perseverance in leadership. Hey, Adam, what's up? How's it going, man? Good. Good, good. It's uh, It snowed where we live, yeah. so we've been dealing with a little bit of snow. Yep. Um, the nice thing, I don't know if anybody listening really cares about this, but um, we're going to share it anyway. So, But that is the fact that where we live, we deal with the snow. But we don't have to deal with it freezing over for like weeks at a time. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, if it does do that, it's really rare. We, yes. We get the like, you get a snow and then usually by like the next afternoon, <laughs> everything is kind of back to normal yeah. from there. So you get the like fun idea there, but yeah. then you don't have to have like the follow through. Yeah. You get to enjoy it for what it is, but the sun comes out, melts it away. Yeah. You don't have to deal with all the ice and leftover yeah. no, it's, mess of it. So it's perfect. It's great. It's great. Hey, but we're going to talk about perseverance in this episode. And so let me ask you something, Adam. I don't know if you can finish this statement. When the going gets tough. <laughs> the tough get going. Hey. No, just- no, that's it. Oh, is that? That is, is that, right. Yeah. I was like, is that correct? Is yeah. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. That's okay. exactly that's exactly the statement. So, which is a very popular statement. It's been popular for a very long time. And I don't know, a lot of times when you think of perseverance, you think of tough situations and persevering, persevering through tough situations. And so when the going gets tough, the tough persevere and they get going, right? Um, maybe, maybe it's just because I'm warped mentally here but i always thought that meant like when the going get tough the tough get going meaning like they just leave <laughs> like oh the tough, the tough <laughs> they just go they just get going they just leave they just they run off yeah yeah i guess it could it's be like, that if you didn't know any better so i was like oh oh this is too tough let's get out of here i was so, like yeah that's yeah. what i always thought of. that's funny like, that's really funny that you thought that but no the the common you know, meaning of that phrase is, Hey, when, when times do get tough, when situations are tough, tough people kind of get going and they push through it. They get, um, like up and moving and yeah. Okay. They don't just sit there and let, you know, things, well, you learn continue new to every be day bad or whatever, but yeah, <laughs> but that's really funny. So, um, so, Hey, so here's what I mean. We're going to talk about perseverance and we're going to talk about the tough getting going and not running off, actually sticking through and persevering through things. And really what perseverance means when it comes to leadership and um, for us personally in our leadership. Um, but let's just talk about perseverance in general for a second. So when we when we talk about perseverance, we're really talking about developing the grit that's necessary, not only to keep moving forward, but to do what's right, even when it's hard. Mm. So lead tough, not loud, right? A lot of what we talk about has to do with character and character and leadership. And a lot of times, you know, when we talk about perseverance, it's really a character aspect too. And so not just to kind of push through tough situations, but also to do what's right to still have integrity, even when things are hard, even in the midst of tough situations. And that that's, there's a lot of perseverance, you know, when it comes to that as well too. A lot of times we don't think of it, you know, in, in that context. But that's what we mean when we talk about perseverance, especially when we talk about lead tough, not loud concept. 
And the bottom line is, you know, every person who leads, if you choose to lead in any capacity, you're going to face difficult situations. Mm -hmm. Leadership comes with difficulty. If there were no difficulties, there would be no need for leadership. Yeah. (laughs) So if there was no adversity, if there was no, um, you know, no tough situations, there'd be no need for good leadership to be in place yeah, or for people to step up in leadership. And so it kind of naturally comes with the territory. You're going to lead, you're going to face difficult situations. You're going to face tough things. You're going to have to try to push through. It just comes with, with leadership. Um, and really any leader who faces tough situations always deals with the feelings of when those tough situations arise or adversity comes or difficult things happen we we battle the feelings the emotions inside of wanting to give up or give in mm. and anybody or or even just like you said run from it yeah right we yeah let's just get, get going, going. <laughs> yeah um any leader who says they don't battle those i don't think is being 100 honest mm. i think they've learned maybe they've grown and things become easier certain situations become easier but the bottom line is leadership is this battle internally for us to decide, are we going to persevere? Are we going to push through when adversity comes? And because there's the feelings of, I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to give up. I want to give in. I want to run from it. I want to ignore it. All that stuff. And yeah. that's, that's where leadership really kicks in. And the perseverance aspect of leadership really kicks in. I think a lot of times too, like I've seen a lot of leaders where it's almost almost their fear of doing, making the wrong decision or doing something incorrectly just leads them Mm. to just not doing anything at all. You, you can see that, uh, I, I, at least from a a lot of situations that I've seen, uh, where people, they just, well, I don't want to make the wrong decision. I don't want to make the wrong person mad. I don't want to disappoint the wrong people. So I just won't do anything like, and it's, it's odd because they don't, um, that doesn't solve anything that doesn't bring the current tough situation forward and create resolution. And it doesn't even that you, you can't even slink back into, okay, well then we just, we'll keep moving the way we're moving. It's almost everything just comes to a standstill at that point. Yeah. What's funny about that. That's a really good point. The fear of not wanting to mess something up or making the wrong decision in giving into that fear and just becoming like either neutral or becoming stagnant or not making a decision, you actually are making a decision. Right. Yeah. And you're deciding not to. And so deciding not to do something about, not to do something about the situation is actually making a decision. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're choosing to ignore it. You're choosing to, to just not do anything about it, which has its own consequences within, within itself. So, yeah. But, but yeah, that fear, that fear can definitely immobilize us, can keep us from, um, from persevering, from pushing through. So, so, so do you like, can we talk through some examples of difficult things that could, that could cause leaders to give up or give in specifically? Yeah. Um, I think kind of generally just, let's just talk about, let me just give like a general example, like let's say with a leader in a, in a team, right? So let's say, let's say there's a leader who has, um, has kind of thought through, the efficiency of her team. Okay. For example, and making their team more efficient. And she's discovered this system. She's either created the system. Maybe she found a system. Maybe she did some research on a particular system for her team to become more efficient. 
and she's really excited about it and she implements it. Okay. And she, she kind of talks the whole team about it. She kind of describes it and she begins to put it in place. And there's a little bit of, of kind of excitement from the team about it. And they, everybody starts to buy in. But then what happens is maybe after a few days, maybe after a week, maybe a couple of weeks, she's noticing that the team really isn't using this system and the efficiency isn't happening. And what, what happens then is because the team's choosing not to use the system, they become critical of the system, right? Mm-hmm. And so maybe because they have to do something a little bit different, maybe it's one or two things they have to do different that they're not used to doing. And so instead of them deciding to make that a regular part of it and choosing to use a the system, they kind of choose not to. And the efficiency that that leader was hoping for doesn't happen. Well, she has a choice at that point. The leader does. She has a choice to say, okay, well, you know, I can, I can decide, okay, if nobody's going to use the system, then we might as well just chuck it. Right. And obviously, you know, she can, she can think the system doesn't work because people aren't using it or, she can decide to persevere because she knows that if this system is used like it's supposed to, it will make the team and the team's results that much better. And so she can persevere and decide to figure out ways to talk to her team, to get them to use that system more, right? Mm -hmm. She can give in, she can ignore it. She can give up and say, well, my team just won't use it. Or she can persevere and figure out as a leader, Hey, what do I need to do? In, in order to get my team to use this? What conversations do I, do I need to have with them? What kind of encouragement do I need to give? What do I need to do to really make this system do what it's capable of doing? Right, yeah. Or get my people to use the system so the system can do what it's capable of doing and what she believes it can do and what she knows it can do. And she might be the only one that sees that. And so in leadership, you know, persevering through that, believing in something that you really feel like is going to make a difference and have an impact. You might be the only one figuring out ways to persevere and to bring your team along with you um, is crucial at that yeah. point. So kind so, of one general example when it comes to perseverance. So from your experience, because you, I, I think we've talked about this before, but I know that um, you do a lot of coaching with uh, businesses, organizations, just people in general, when it comes to leadership specifically, what would you say is the most common, um, the common thing that you see people almost hit that wall and just immediately, it, or is there one that you're, you're recognizing maybe even currently or trending, so to speak, as the one thing that you're seeing a lot of businesses, organizations, nonprofits, whatever it is, hit that wall and kind of, and end their journey or just, yeah, I don't know what to do and just throw up their hands. Yeah. I would say the thing that I see most, most often happen when it comes to persevering and why people decide to either give up on something or, or kind of just throw their hands up and be like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Right. And I don't know how to push through this. And even when it comes to difficult, pushing through difficult things that happen, um, maybe even difficult things that are kind of outside of their control. Cause there are a lot of things that happen to us that are outside of our, our control that we have to still persevere through. Mm -hmm. We didn't ask for it. We didn't create it. We didn't make it happen, but but it happened to to us. We have to fix it. Exactly. And we have to figure out how to push through it. Um, I would say the biggest, the biggest thing that happens is in, in leadership and, and what causes people not to persevere is they lose the passion for what they're doing. Mm. And it's interesting because, um, you know, there's a, there's a book called grit by, by Angela Duckworth. And it's a phenomenal book 
if you haven't read it, encourage you to read it. But really, she talks about this idea of grit and what what helps people kind of push through tough things um, and, some, and tough bad things, but even tough good things, right? You know, you there's a goal at the end and you got to push through. You got to do whatever it is to get to that goal. That's a good goal for you. And everything along the way is actually good as well to you. But what's going to help you to kind of develop that grit that's necessary to achieve that goal or achieve that result that you want? And the two things she talks about is perseverance and passion and how those two things work together, how passion uh-huh. really like kind of encourages and energizes per- people to persevere through something. And when you begin to lose your passion, and she does a great job describing it, I'm kind of really giving my own summary and um, interpretation of it. But when you begin to lose your passion for something, you begin to lose your ability to persevere for that for whatever it is you're trying to achieve kind of over time. And I think that's the thing that I, that I see that happens in leadership that I see leaders that I have these conversations with. Um, they've kind of, they've either, they've lost, they really, they've lost sight of their passion, they lost sight of, Hey, why are you doing this? Why are you leading this team? And why are you doing the work that you're doing? Um, and helping them see that passion, helping them see it, trying to find even the depth of that passion. And then that is motivation for pushing through adversity, difficult situations, whatever it is that comes along and gives you the energy to push through. That's really what passion does. Well, it's, that's a hard one too, because there's no measurable for passion. Like I Mm. can't go into, you know, a meeting or a situation and tell you like, based on my passion, this is going to be your outcome, you know? Yeah. So that's a difficult one to work in, but it's, I mean, I don't really think anyone would argue with you like that you don't need to be passionate Hmm. about what you're doing, that you don't need to have an excitement and a drive for basically what you're choosing for your career. Yeah. Even if it's a short, short in your quotes career for uh, a situation, if you're at a job and you have a position and maybe your position that you're currently in is something you're working not necessarily out of, but you're, you're climbing, you want to move into stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the stepping stones you're in, you would need to still have a passion and an excitement for where you are yeah. currently with, with what you're doing. That's, that's a good point to kind of, you know, to talk a little bit more about that, um, specifically, you know, when you first start into something, maybe you first start into a career, you're starting, whatever it is, a hobby or whatever, it's not hard to find the passion for it. You're excited about it at the beginning, right? Like you're, you're passionate about it because every design project I've ever had where you're super excited in the beginning and then it drags on a super for a really long time and you start kind of losing the steam and you're almost ready to not persevere Mm -hmm. (laughs) and move on to something else because you're ready for something fresh, exciting, whatever it is from there. Yes. And so the new, fresh, exciting, the beginning of something, usually it's not hard to find the passion for it then. Right. Mm -hmm. But what happens to your point, what you just said over time, as something drags out or even the work we do or the career we're in or the team we're leading, you know, that passion can begin to dwindle because we get caught up in like, Hey, it's the same old thing. It's the same old people. It's, you know, all this. And we lose sight of that. And so part of perseverance is figuring out how to cultivate your passion for what you're doing. Yeah. And that's really a crucial piece, right? Um, And I think that's true in a lot of aspects of life, you know, even in relationships, even like in your marriage, you know, like the passion is there at the beginning over time, 
right? It can dwindle. So how do you cultivate that? Well, and, and I know for, for me too, personally, it's, it's not fun when it gets heavy. You know, that, that's a huge drain on passion is this was super fun when everybody was on the same page and it was in the beginning and I was super amped and then things started to life started happening and reality started setting in of whatever it is for design. It's usually something along the lines of either budget or timelines or something needing to get pushed super far out. And so it messes up your plan or the opposite happens like where someone comes to you, you know, we, we miscalculated and now we need this by next week, whatever it is. And that drains you to where all of a sudden it's, eh, I don't really like feel like I want to do this, you know? Yeah. It, so I, you're speaking really honestly right now. And I think most people feel that in their work. And I think it, it's very few exceptions of people who like never feel that everybody feels like there's things in, in every career, every work that anybody does, there's things that you don't necessarily want to do. There's mm. things that kind of become heavy to use your term or kind of weigh you down and kind of, you have to kind of just sludge through, right? There's, there's aspects of everything that any work that you do that are just, you know, kind of mundane and can become mundane. I think figuring yeah. out how to find the joy in what you're doing, find the passion, in what you're doing, make things fun, make things exciting is a really important piece of, of helping yourself persevere through something, but also helping the rest of your team yeah. persevere through something, maybe like a big project that, you know, you have to get done and it can be like, you know, and figuring out what that is, which then brings in a lot of other aspects of leadership that we have kind of talked about, right? Your culture and your environment and, um, you know, all the, all those kind of things that you develop with your team. How do you keep your team engaged? And mm -hmm. so a lot of things we talk about, about the concepts of leadership we talk about don't happen in a vacuum. Right, right. Yeah. They happen and they feed off of each other, which is why, you know, you have to look at all these different aspects of leadership and develop all these things. But I think when it comes to perseverance, you know, finding that passion, cultivating that passion for what you're doing and the purpose of what you're doing is so important. And that helps you persevere through things, um, you know, through, through tough situations, through adversity yeah. as well. So I want to put a little bit of a reality check on this. Cause we've, we've talked about perseverance and the importance of persevering and sticking with something, but at what, at what point or what's, what's the line that you would maybe kind of point out to people where, because I'm, I'm guessing at some point, eventually you can't just keep hitting your head against a brick wall. Like you're going to hit a point where you're just getting bodied by a situation. And at some point you have to just call it and, and almost it sounds so bad, but like almost tap out where it's, mm -hmm. it's just too much. This isn't working. This isn't functioning. So if we take your example of, you know, this person who's implemented some systems, if, if she's persevering and she's pushing through this and she's got this like great goal in mind, but her team is like on the ground behind her and she's just dragging them along and they don't get it and they don't understand. And for whatever reason that that could be happening, yeah. at what point would you recommend that someone just kind of raises their hand and almost hits the pause button? Let me, mm -hmm. let me rethink. I don't think I'm going to keep pushing this forward because I don't think it's working. How does that, how does that come into play? So I would say, I would say with perseverance, um, Perseverance, grit, you know, all, all of that, it, it comes with sacrifice. So if you're going to persevere through something, you have to sacrifice, right? Mm -hmm. If you're going to keep mm -hmm. pushing through, if you're going to keep going, um, and you're going to do that work and you're going to persevere, it comes with sacrifice. 
it, you have to, it, it just does, you know, and there's no, there's no way around that. If you're going to push through something, I would say with sacrifice though, you know, there, there's a little bit of pain involved in sacrifice too. Okay. And it's painful. Like you might have to give something up to get, to get through where you want to get through. Yeah. And, and that's painful, you know, giving something up, you know, whether that's free time, whether that's whatever it is, you know, and so sacrifice or comes pain. But I would say, I would say probably the point where it's like, you need to ask yourself, is this worth it anymore? Is when it's not sacrifice and pain, it's hurt. Okay. When, when you begin to feel like hurt or you feel like, man, like sacrifice and pain is causing so much hurt in for me. That's when I would begin to say, do I need to keep pushing through? Yeah. Do I need to persevere? Um, again, perseverance comes with sacrifice and pain. It, it just does. But if it's hurting you or hurting people around you, close to you, then, then you need to begin to question, is this worth it? Yeah. Should I keep going or, or should I do something else or should I figure, figure out how to, that it's time to stop? So in that a, makes sense in a, in a general situation, maybe even like the one earlier again that you had described, what, what would be a flag that you would watch for where, where we go from, I think a normal situation, frustration is probably going to surface first. That's probably going to be the thing. And that will grow. It feels like that can just grow exponentially. Like you can wake up every day. You're like, I rolled out of bed pre frustrated for whatever's coming today. Yeah. When, when do you technique like, or usually look for that flag where, where you would be able to point out, Hey, this went from frustration to hurt for you or your team or these people. What, what would be maybe one or two things that someone could watch for? Um, it really, it really depends on the situation. Okay. Um, to be honest, I don't think there's like, here's what you should look for. I think when it begins to hurt your relationships, I think, um, that's one, that's one flag I would look for when it begins to hurt relationships. And I mean, like it begins to hurt your relationships, maybe with people even outside of work. Ah. So like family, like if you, if it's hurt, if it's, you're sacrificing so much that it's hurting your relationships here, that's to me, that's a definite flag. Okay. Um, so maybe just give one example there. Um, there's something to look for. I would, I would say, yeah, make sure like if it's hurting your relationships, that's, that's, that's a flag to look for. Okay. I mean, that's, it's again, we had even talked about this earlier that it's every question, every explanation of one of these things you almost can break down to, Oh, well that's a whole thought process in and of itself, or that would be a whole episode that we could talk about that for, you know, an entire episode. This feels like it could be one of those things. Even earlier when you were talking, I kept thinking through from a leadership standpoint, leaders who are self-aware, like in a situation like this where someone is persevering through something or you're, you're asking your team to do that. When you have that leader that comes to you and it just admits, Hey, I know that this is super tough. I'm sensing that this is, that this we're in kind of the thick of it, that this is hard. That's just, it, I don't know for anyone else, but I know for me personally, like that lifts my spirits where I'm like, Oh, you get, you're here. Yeah. You understand what's going on. You're with us mm-hmm. on this. You're not off in la la land thinking they'll figure it out. I'm sure at some point, yeah. but it, even then like, how to be self-aware and leadership could be an entire conversation absolutely. in and of itself, you yeah, know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but perseverance is a good, typically a good thing in leadership. As oh long, yeah. And, it, and it's going to, it's going to, you know, it's going to, uh, require sacrifice, which requires pain. 
okay but hurt is what you need to watch out for in mm -hmm. that too and the thing that helps you persevere is passion passion for what you're doing and figuring out how to cultivate that passion and keep that passion going that's what kind of pushes you through and helps give you the perseverance to push through adversity difficult situations and all that it's a key it's a really important thing to develop you know in leadership Hey, thanks for listening. We know your time is valuable, so we hope this episode was valuable to you. For more information about Lead Tough Not Loud, visit leadtough.com.